Welcome! You're listening to the Empire Youth Arts Podcast Project, brought to you in partnership with the University of Southern Queensland. This work was created in response to the cancellation of our Impact Junior Youth Ensemble after the nationwide COVID-19 lockdown in 2020. Our initiative was to continue serving our communities by creating work which is for, with and by young people. So whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, alone or nostalgic, you can listen to this podcast from wherever you are to hear the thoughts these four young people have to offer. In our last episode, we meet Jess as she tells us a story about nostalgia. Following this story, you'll hear former Youth Arts Director Ari Polani talk with Jess about the process of creating this work. To this day, I still take pleasure in the reflection of my past, as it makes me feel good within myself. Reflection and looking back to your past can give you a sense of something called nostalgia. Nostalgia is when you get a certain familiar emotion related to an event or object from your past. Nostalgia is different for everyone. Nostalgia boosts people's positive feelings about themselves. That increases self-esteem, then increases feelings of optimism. Nostalgia can play a beneficial role in people's lives. As children, teenagers, and even adults, our brains are always reacting to what's around us. Even the smallest details, such as smell, sound, taste, and feeling, can trigger memories to certain emotions and feelings. I've written a story to help demonstrate and write that reflection in your mind. It is a cold Saturday morning with the family. We are piling into the car for our weekly shopping trip into the city. The traffic is thick and the road is long, but it was nothing new as we passed the same old gum trees along this road to the built-up urbanised city. The evergreens stand out among the deciduous as autumn is coming to an end and winter is approaching. Winter was Granny's favourite season as she loved to sit inside the warm house by the fire and listen to music all day. A sudden feeling of nostalgia falls over me as I see an old 1974 Holden Premier, identical to the one on the wall in Grandad's shed. He told me he kept that poster, as it was the year I was born. Granny disagreed with Grandad, because she thought it came out the year before. I don't care, it's still special. I flash back to reality as my husband asks for directions. Surely he would know by now, after the four years we've been living here together. We eventually find a car park, and I get the kids out of the back of the car, and we enter the shopping centre. It's not busy for a Saturday, probably because it's so cold. I give the kids to my husband, and I head off to run the errands. As I'm wheeling the trolley back to the car full of groceries, something catches my eye. Oh, it's Ron's old antique shop. He used to live next door to Granny and Grandad. Ron is long gone, but the shop's still going, as his grandson's doing a good job looking after it. The shop is old, but classy, just like Granny was. The sale shelf is huge. I browse it up and down, and something small but significant catches my eye. It's Granny's old perfume bottle. I examine the antique bottle to find a price tag, but it's missing. I walk up to Jerry, the owner. He's a familiar face, and a kind bloke too. Hi Jerry, what price are you looking for for this one? I say, hoping for a bargain. 
Well, since we're closing down, I can't ask for much. Uh, $40 reduced to $20. Just for you. He said, with a frown appearing on his face. I can't do that to you. I'll pay full price. I exclaimed. I hastily exited the shop as I knew my family was waiting in the car. It's a long trip home. The whole trip home, I have an unfamiliar feeling that has been lingering with me since I left the shop. A feeling of reflection. It's like my memory is taking over my emotions. Everything I see now is reminding me of the past, like I'm time traveling through my imagination. We pull up to my small family home. The only thing I can think of is opening that bottle of perfume. We carry the groceries in. The bottle of perfume is sitting at the bottom of the bag. I'm worried that although Jerry carefully wrapped the precious bottle in several layers of tissue paper, that my rowdy children could still break it. I think to myself, all I need to do is cook dinner and put the kids to bed. Then I'll have some time to myself. We are sitting at the dinner table and my husband asks me what's on my mind. Still happy in a daydream, I tell the family about my find today at the shops. Do you ever find something that seems so familiar to you but was never a significant thing that was a part of your life? I start, well you know old Jerry from the, down the road. Well he owns that antique shop in the shopping centre and he's closing down. I had to have a look at his sale rack and I found this. I reveal the old bottle from the bottom of the bag and carefully unwrap it from the tissue paper. I'm so excited as I hold it. So many memories are flooding back. I rub my thumbs over this beautiful pink textured glass. I remember every detail. It's so pretty. The bottle looks much smaller resting in my adult hands, but it's so familiar. I'm excited to see a small amount of amber fluid inside. I wonder if it will still smell the same. What's that? My kids say in unison. This is my grandmother's old perfume bottle. It was years ago when my mum was cleaning up Granny and Granddad's house. She sold a big box of old antiques to Jerry. I found this one on the sale rack. It must have been sitting there for years. I remember when I was seven or eight, just around your age, my parents would go to work on the weekends so my grandparents would look after me and your uncle. Every Saturday morning, Dad would drop us off at their small farmhouse just before Grandad went out to feed the pigs so we could help. The farm was so green and full of big trees. It smelled sweet as the bees created a continuous buzz that filled the air with the sound of nature. My favourite game to play with Granny was hide and seek. I hid in the same spot every time just to test Granny's acting skills. I hid behind the soft blue curtains that smell old but fresh at the same time. I specifically remember this old bottle from the house. When we would stay there, my granny would tell us stories of how Grandad would hide his lollies through their bedroom, just so she couldn't find them. Then I got the idea to go looking through her bedroom to see if I could find them. The first time I looked for Grandad's lollies, this bottle caught my eye. The pretty lady with the long winding ribbons laced around the side reminded me of my grandmother in all her beauty. Every time I snuck into their bedroom, I would always come back to this one bottle as it was so pretty. 
There was no rust on it back then, but I guess things change over time. The feeling and texture of this bottle brings me an overwhelming amount of joy. I open the bottle and a soft, sweet smell fills the air around me. All I can think of is my granny. It smells like flowers mixed with fresh bread, hot chocolate and freshly washed sheets. Maybe this is just my interpretation, but it smells so familiar, homely, safe and nostalgic. The lid is difficult to put on, as rust is covering the opening of the bottle. I look back up to my family in joy. Their faces light up with happiness. That sounds amazing, says my oldest daughter. I wish I knew your granny, says my youngest. Can we smell it, please, mummy? They shout out and run over to inspect the bottle. My girls take turns to carefully hold the precious old bottle and take in the beautiful fragrance. It's so beautiful, mummy. I'm so glad you found it says my oldest. I look over to the old dust-coated shelf in the living room. There sits an urn with Granny's ashes, so I walk over and place her perfume bottle of memories beside her. All I can say, girls, is really look at where you are now, or you'll miss it in the future. Things come and things go, but memories remain. One day, you'll come across something. It might be a sound or a smell, that reminds you of a happy time in your life. That thought and reflection stays in my mind and that scent remains drifting through my house. My kids have since started writing diaries after my story inspired them to look back on their past and into the future. I am here with the wonderful Jess. Jess, what an amazing story that you just shared with us. Thank, Thank you so much. So, why did you make this story? What inspired you to write about nostalgia? I felt it was more of a special feeling than a... It's not common, yeah. but easy to reach at the same time. So, you could find something tiny and then that can affect your whole day and you'll just think about it nonstop. And I just felt like that was really special. I have a question for you. Do you think age plays a role in how often we feel nostalgia? Yes and no. It depends what you've experienced. If it's something more meaningful and you're a very visual person and you take notes of a lot of things, then yes, it's more about um, not really age, but age can be a big effect on it as you've experienced a lot more. And things are older and more rare, I guess, when you reach that feeling of nostalgia. Sometimes you also have to be aware of these moments because sometimes they can skate right by you. Yeah. You might, like, see the same thing every day, but then on a certain day, boom, it hits yeah. you completely differently. Just as a quick story, I... Uh, had a massive nostalgia bomb the other day where some young people and I were talking about TV shows from our past and we were talking about Bananas in Pyjamas, <laughs> which I watched c growing up, and there was a character called uh, Rat in the Hat. Now, when I watched it, 
they were all the same size because they were people in suits, right? Yeah. Where the bananas were human sized, the rat was human sized, all the teddies were human sized. Totally terrifying. (laughs) But this young person that I was talking to was like, what? The rat isn't human sized. The rat is rat sized. And I was like, excuse me, explain yourself. What do you mean the rat was rat sized? Because we watched two different versions of it where they remade it for like young people in this generation. And they made the rat rat size. (laughs) And the look of confusion on this kid's face being like, you were trying to tell me that a human-sized rat makes more sense than a rat-sized rat. You were crazy. It was a lot. (laughs) It's just what's natural for you. It's Uh, original. That's exactly it. So uh, my question to you is, what's the last nostalgia bomb that you had? Um, Oh, I was driving down this one road we were driving to my grandma's house Uh and our old house used to be down there right and i remember driving to school every day in like very early primary school and seeing this one cactus and i'd always yell cactus every time we drove past there (laughs) and i just thought oh my gosh it's the cactus and I never thought about it until that moment when I saw the cactus that I always used to yell, cactus. <laughs> and that was the cactus. It was the cactus. Wow. I, I think old houses, uh, depending on how many times you've moved, old houses totally are like nostalgic of things. And like the smell of stuff just mm-hmm. reminds you, takes Definitely. you right back. What do you want the listener to feel or think about while they're listening to this? I want them to feel that it's not just a feeling that you feel like you don't have to feel bad about it. It's something that everyone feels. And I want them to try and reach that certain spot of nostalgia in their mind. So it's not, it's not different or strange to them. So then it's more, everyone feels this. It's not just you. Uh, What do you think is better? Can you conjure nostalgia or is it like secret? Does it stink up on you? I like it when it sneaks up on you (laughs) and you just feel happy and it's just like, oh, yeah, like I remember that. Yeah, like a little life Christmas gift. Yes, yeah. It's like, wow, (laughs) I didn't know you had this for me. This is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Good one. Why do you think it's important to share stories and not just stories about nostalgia or different uh, moods, but stories in general? So then you can feel more deeper emotions and not just be the same all the time I feel like different and change is good so then if you experience other people's stories you can then reflect on how you can make something better within yourself or make better choices because experience can be passed down and then can be made better you made me think of and this is something that we've spoken about um with other podcasts as well but you made me think about how important the listener is inside of this and that there could be a hundred different listeners to the one story and they will transform it into a hundred different stories. Yeah. That's super powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. What stories have inspired you growing up? And it can be like written ones, it can be TV, it can be movies, it can be music, anything that has inspired you. Um... I really liked shows like acting shows on kids' shows, like Play School. Oh, yeah. Where they'd act, but 
in like a really obvious, funny, silly way for kids. Yeah. And I always loved that. And I always liked how they could just be funny and I felt like that was a really nice way to grow up. So that that's what I'm trying to do. And I think that that's a lot reflected on what I want to do when I'm older and how I want to do it. And I loved music. A lot of kids' music. I loved kids' music. Awesome. <laughs> um, and that really... When I listen to those songs now, it's just like, wow, that I still feel the same way about like how they changed and things like that. Wow. I'm imagining you on play school. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, I mean, I grew up uh, watching play school. A lot of uh, other older folk grew up watching play school. And I actually think it was one of the most and continues to be wholesome yes like pieces of it would lift your mood absolutely any time of the day and you're learning yes exactly (laughs) it's something that uh, like it's good that you've written a story about nostalgia because it actually takes me back um that a lot of these people who were these storytellers that i would watch every day basically that they became part of my childhood they helped me grow up yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. And that you could be one of those people for other young ones. I mean, I'm still growing a lot, so yeah, there'd still be people. There'd still be people and things now that I look back on in the future and not realize that. Oh, I was a lot like that person. Maybe that's why I did this or something like that. Yeah, totally. Also, I'm 33 years old <laughs> and I'm still growing up yeah. a lot too. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. My final question for you. What do you think the future of storytelling will be? And what could it be? I feel like it's going to be in a lot more of a modern form. Mm-hmm. So little kids at school will be wearing their little AirPods and just be walking around <laughs> listening to Play School on a podcast or something like that. <laughs> awesome. Holograms. Yeah, yeah. In front of people. Um, but I feel it's going to be the same, but it's going to be a lot different about the stuff that they're talking about. So it's going to be they're going to show it in the same way like the same way they talk but different things more of a relatable thing yeah for i'm not i don't think they're going to talk about the past as much as we do now oh wow that's interesting what do you think they'll be speaking more about the present um or their presence i feel like they're going to be talking about more social issues a lot wow um i feel like kids these days are a lot more exposed to social issues yeah compared to what i was when i was little yeah no idea Oh my gosh, listen to you being like kids these days. <laughs> no, it's I'm not true. trying to be, but <laughs> no, things have I, changed in the past. And they oh, 12, should. 11 years. Yeah, they absolutely should. Uh, and you've hit the nail on the head is that young people are so much more socially proactive. They're aware of justices yes. and injustices. And if anything, they're actually playing a greater role inside of that landscape. Mm. Um, I think things like the elevation of youth voice is so important mm-hmm. because you folk are going to be equipped for a world that is yours, that mm-hmm. you will be kind of like navigating. And yeah. it's a different world to the one that I was young inside of. And this intergenerational kind of innovation has to have young people and it has to have older people it has to have the past mm-hmm. and we should be informed about all of it you're at the cutting edge but we are 
in the engine. Like, yeah, yeah. Driving this thing. So, yeah, how interesting. Mm. Awesome. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to say? Not really. I think that pretty much sums it up. Great. Awesome. That's been Jess. That brings us to the end of our podcast series. This was brought to you by Empire Youth Arts in partnership with the University of Southern Queensland. If you want to hear about the other projects and classes we offer, search for Empire Youth Arts on Facebook or Instagram, or visit the Empire Theatre website.